Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. We continue to mock the 2012 NBA draft, and we're down to pick number five now. So far, New Orleans taking uh, Davis with the number one pick. Charlotte going with Robinson with the second pick. Kid Gilchrist goes to Washington. Barnes goes to Cleveland. And now we're going to find out how the Sacramento Kings, the Warriors' neighbors to the northeast, how they're going to do in the draft. And Scott Howard Cooper from NBA.com. A longtime observer of the NBA joins us. And, Scott, first of all, before we get to your pick, let's talk a little bit about this uh, Kings ball club. Uh, first things first, uh, where do they stand on a possible new arena in Sacramento, and are they long for the capital city? Well, the problem is they don't stand anywhere right now. Things are where they have been in the same stalled position uh, I was about to say months, but let's face it, it's been years. It's it's even on to decades now, plural. Uh, they had, as everybody knows, what they thought was a deal in place. That fell apart. Things turned very ugly. And right now, at least that rancor has has ceased for a little while, but there's also no progress. There's nothing going on as far as anybody knows. The best way to describe it, what's going on is that both sides have been sent to their room without dinner. <laughs> and hopefully hopefully this could be a bit of a cooling-off period that will allow both sides to regroup, come back, and complete a deal at some point. But nothing is nothing appears to be imminent, and in fact, nothing appears to be reason for optimism. Scott, the recent election, the Kevin Johnson uh, re-elected as mayor of Sacramento, that has to help. Well, I don't think it changes a whole lot, actually, because uh, Kevin's position was clear on this. And people were, I think, behind him anyway, and they gave him a lot of credit for the arena deal. People are basically putting it down as a Kevin Johnson win because it didn't fall apart by any of his doing. He's the one that managed to get a deal, a deal that the Maloose agreed to, and only then did it fall apart. Uh, I don't think it's a big surprise that, that KJ got reelected, and uh, now it's just a, a matter of what deal can he get with either the Maloose or with somebody else. Talk about the Kings roster because they do have talent. You know they have not been able to to get it to mesh together the last couple of years, but they do have some very intriguing pieces and they do have some talented players. Yeah, there's no question that there is reason for optimism. Uh, you could you could definitely say that Demarcus Cousins has a very bright future. You're not quite sure well what you're going to get on some of the off the court issues, but uh, there definitely is a ton of ability there as a center. Uh, you, you don't want to give up on Tyreek Evans. Certainly, he's a rookie of the year a couple of years ago. His trajectory has not continued the way that they would have hoped, but at the same time, uh, it's not time to say this guy's not going to be a player. There's too many positive qualities about him. You have some other pieces there that have reason for optimism, but you put them all together, and it still doesn't get you much. Obviously, we have a, a long offseason to go, but as you're looking at this group right now, uh, it's still the worst team in the division and one of the worst in the conference. Does the progress of Isaiah Thomas in his rookie year, does that make Jimmer Fredette expendable? No, I don't think so. I, I think it, it's strange the way that all worked out was that they invested the lottery pick to get a point guard, and then they end up getting their point guard with the last pick in the draft, <laughs> which everybody usually assumes is just sort of a, a throwaway. I think what it does is put a brighter light on Jimmer, one that he did not need, uh, because now it makes that contrast all the more remarkable. About not only did he have a bad season, but he got outplayed by the guy that got picked number that got picked number sixty. Um, 
I don't know. Jimmer is by no means expendable. They're not giving up on him. It was a disappointing season, but one that they knew would be a transition year uh, into be trying to play more point guard than he ever had in his life, which is a big enough adjustment. But then he did it with really without any kind of training camp, with very little practice in between the whole lockout schedule. Uh, a lot of things worked against him, but uh, by no means are they giving up on him. Talking with Scott Howard Cooper of NBA.com. I, Tim Roy for Warriors.com here in our, our mock draft. And, and the, Scott, I guess the final question for you before we make the pick is uh, the fan base in Sacramento uh, obviously was a, a great fan base for years upon years. But with the struggles of the, of the arena, how has that affected the fan base in Sacramento? I think it's affected. There's a great deal of uh, distaste, shall we say, for the Malou family, for the ownership situation. But I think the general consensus is most people have done a good job at, at defining the difference between uh, a dislike for ownership and a dislike for the team. In fact, some of the attendance numbers at the end of the season were very impressive. People really turned out. Uh, they felt like the team was playing hard despite all its mistakes. They liked some of the progress that they were seeing. So people really want to stay behind the team. It's just they don't want to stay behind the owners. So, Scott, the mock draft has laid out so far, one through four. Sacramento's on the board, and the Kings with the fifth pick of the 2012 NBA draft select. Bradley Beal from the University of Florida. And what does he do for Key Smart's ball club? Well, shooting guard by no means is the biggest position need. They have uh, Marcus Thornton there. They have uh, Tyreek Evans. I think they feel like he can... He can play there some, um, but Bradley Beal's too good of a player to let slip any further. He, he, his trajectory should be much better than Marcus Thornton. I think he's going to have a long and very successful career, and at the very least, you take him and then sort things out at the position later. That gives you some, some trade options. Uh, I think he's going to be a very, very good offensive player. Scott Howard Cooper of NBA.com. As you know, it is always our pleasure to have you uh, on with us, and thank you for helping us with the uh, 2012 NBA mock draft. It is my pleasure. So we're through the top five picks of the 2012 NBA draft. Coming up next, the Portland Trailblazers on the clock. The Trailblazers acquiring the number six pick in a trade for Gerald Wallace. It was only protected in the top three. And it's a very important pick for Warrior fans because obviously the Warriors picking at number seven. What Portland does at six could dictate where the Warriors go with the seventh pick. And we'll do that next here on Warriors.com. I'm Tim Roy, and thank you for listening as we continue to mock the 2012 NBA Draft.